Welcome to Sports Rivals with Monty and Ernie, lively, entertaining banter on sports topics you want to hear. Rivals, and we've got an exciting show today. This is our NFL preview show. Ernie and I are going to break down every single division, who we believe will make the playoffs for each conference, and our ultimate Super Bowl champion. So, nothing like the NFL. The kickoff is just a couple of days away, Ernie. Let's start in your AFC. Okay. But let's start first with the AFC East. How do you see that shaking out? Boy, a lot of good teams. I mean, it's interesting to see what uh, the Jets did this particular offseason. I really think they're, they're in the right direction. Uh, do we see a bounce back from Bill, Belichick and the New England Patriots? I mean, they seem to uh, at least get quarterback competition in there for Cam Newton. But really, the story is, is how much did, in my opinion, how much did the Miami Dolphins improve their, themselves from the offseason? Something that I believe that they were, you know, they were... Definitely on the right track. I mean, uh, good offense, good defense. Did they plug in enough players over there? I'm, I'm going with, I mean, not to get into too much detail right now and, and, unless you want to dig deeper, but I look for the Miami Dolphins to win that particular division. Wow, I mean, I, I'm hoping that Miami does well. Uh, as people who are cheering for Tua Tagovailoa, I, I hope that they do well, and he seems to be improving. Um, but I see Buffalo as as the clear favorite wow. in, in that division. No, I mean, I mean, not not a while. I know, I know. Josh Allen had his had his uh, break, breakout season last year. I really think that you know what Josh has to show it to me two years in a row. I mean, uh, to go from uh, you know a very mediocre quarterback, really with. Uh, not that much accuracy in his game to really have any accuracy in his game. He always had the physical tools. Yeah. The defense is real. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that is something that I can't argue with. I mean, it's been there for years already. The problem was always on the offense. They got wide receivers last year. Josh has to do it twice in a row. I don't think he's going to... Buffalo will pull any surprises this year. It is a 17 game season. I really think this is the, this is the type of year where your depth is really gonna show in regards to the final standings. I, I like Buffalo, they're third for me behind New England. Wow, yeah, I mean, I, I do expect New England to bounce back and that's more uh, a belief in Belichick than anything else. Right. I mean, last year they had some injuries and they had six players opt out of the season. Right. Um, I don't think they did a whole lot to improve themselves offensively. I mean, the, they did pick up some wide receivers, nothing earth shattery. They did pick up two good tight ends in Jonah Smith and Hunter Henry. Henry's hurt again, uh, as he normally is. Mm -hmm. um, and their offensive line is relatively strong. But I think defense is going to carry them again. Right. But Cam has looked good so far. And Mac Jones has looked good. So I think that quarterback competition is healthy. Um, I, I, just, I see it as a tight race. Um, but I, I see like Buffalo at 11-6. and six, and I see the Patriots at 10-7. and seven. And I see Miami at nine and eight. Mm. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but those three teams in that order, I could see the Patriots and the Dolphins flipping. Um, but I still believe, I think Josh Allen is the real deal um, with his $45 million a year contract. Now the second highest paid quarterback 
to Patrick Mahomes. I think he's the real deal. I think as long as they can stay healthy offensively, their wide receiver group is strong. They added Emmanuel Sanders to Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, the key is can their running game develop? You know, the young Singletary, young Zach Moss, one of them needs to step up because if they can't rely on Josh Allen to be their leading rusher and their leading touchdown scorer on the ground. Right. Because the more you put the game in his legs, the greater risk that he can get hurt. And that would be, bets would be off. And then I like their draft where they picked up two defensive ends, huge defensive end pass rushers to add to that defensive depth. Because you're right, 17 games is a game changer. It would have been different if they had two bye weeks, but they don't. Mm -hmm. So now you have to have that depth and you have to have that ability to prosper. So I do see the Jets bringing up the rear. I don't see them winning more than a couple of games. Right. I know Zach Wilson's looked okay this weekend. He threw for two touchdowns, but their big off-season signing in Carl Lawson, torn Achilles tendon already, <laughs> out for the year. Um, so I see the Jets at 2-15. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I may be a little bit more optimistic, but not very more optimistic than you. I'm looking at them at uh, maybe 4-13. and 13, But, uh, I, I, I mean, if Allen can repeat himself, then I believe... I'll I'll go with you. I'll I'll ride with the the Bills. But we, I've seen it. I've seen it in Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, he came out with that breakout year. Mm-hmm. And then they they, they, they figured it out. Yeah. So so. So I mean, you're right. It could be. But I think it's a three team race. Right. I, mean, I think it's Buffalo, New England, and Miami. Um, and then we go from there. I, overall, I think this is one of the stronger divisions I, in all I, of football. I, I'll agree I mean, with yeah. I think Top the heavy. NFC West is the strongest, and we'll get to the NFC later. Right. I think the AFC North is the next strongest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think this one comes in third. You could see three playoff teams come out of this division, yeah. possibly. Yes, yes. I, okay, I, so I, let's I move on to your division, <laughs> the AFC North. So other than Pittsburgh coming in fourth or who do you have winning the division? <laughs> it's it's you know what I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I'm I'm biased on top of this. I've I've watched the Steelers moves. I mean this is one of probably uh Kevin Colbert, the GM for the Pittsburgh team. This is probably I I I, I love this offseason. I really, really love this offseason. How they made a, a really a a top five defense, even more formidable. You're, I mean, you're gonna come. Devin Bush was out last year. He's coming back. Okay, you got. Uh, they brought in Ingram from San Diego, a multi Pro Bowler. He's not even gonna start, mm-hmm. and he. And I'm telling you, he looks good. Mm-hmm. He's very disrupted. He's not starting. He's not starting. High Smith, their 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 third round pick from the year prior is going lights out. They are, I'm telling you folks right now, they're not missing Bud Bud Dupree. No, I would agree. I mean, I think their defense is going to be the strong suit of the team. Uh, I think they're probably one of the top two or three defenses in all of the NFL if they stay healthy at all levels. They're strong in the front four. They're dominant in the linebacker position. And they're strong on the back end. They got everything at all four levels. The key is going to be two things. Does not Najee Harris be the Najee Harris that we believe he is? Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to dominate. Um, and can Ben Roethlisberger stay healthy? Because if he does, and that offensive line develops, so there's a lot of change in that offensive yes, line. That's, that's kind of going to be the key. That's the can key. that offensive line gel adequately enough to protect Ben and to create some lanes for Najee Harris? If they do, 
I could see Pittsburgh winning the division. Yeah, that's my caveat. I believe this, they're 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 gonna have some struggles in the beginning. I mean, they got they got a they got a stretch out there where uh, they're gonna be playing some good teams. And I believe this is a team that, unlike last year, where they started out eleven and zero and they kind of, you know, walked like a cripple into the playoffs. This might be a little bit different. I, if if they can go five hundred by midseason or a little bit before midseason play 500 ball this is a team where i believe the line is going to gel from an individual standpoint when you watch that line they've all got talent this is a totally different line as you say they are road graders that's where i believe that this team is going to be uh doing well in the winter months it's 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 it has always been pittsburgh mantra in the years past stop the run and run yeah. Especially during the winter months, they didn't have that the past couple of oh, years. No. This they were so pass dependent, and Ben's arm would just give out by the end of the year. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason they decline. Turnovers go up. Right. It's much harder to throw. Uh, pressure gets on him. You know, he's never been that mobile, and he's he's ancient now. I mean, he needs right. to be protected. Right. Najee Harris is the key. If he stays healthy the whole year and does what he can do, Pittsburgh could do well. Now, that being said, right. this division is loaded. They are. And for now, gang, I, I, I know you can hear the passion and the objectivity in Ernie's voice <laughs> when it comes to the Steelers. Um, but that's the fun of this. I mean, as all of us, all of our teams before the season starts, we all believe this is going to be their year or could be their year right. for most of us. Right. Um, the Jets fans, well, the draft is what they look forward to, which is what I used to look forward to as a Ram. I have Cleveland winning this division. I wow. think Cleveland, top to bottom, has the second most talent in all of football. I think Tampa Bay is one, and Cleveland is right there uh, next to them. I think they have the best offensive line. I think they have one of the best defensive lines. I think they have the best running back tandem. I think they have, if all healthy, a wonderful wide receiver group. Um, Last year, their weakness was their secondary. Now they get some of their injured guys back. Mm -hmm. They also ravaged the Rams secondary for two of our, our secondary players. They've got John Johnson now to be the safety, who was the Rams leader in the back. And they got Troy Hill to be the third uh, cornerback. So I think they're set up to do really, really well. Um, so I have them at 12 and 5. And then I have Baltimore and Pittsburgh next. I have Baltimore right now at 11 and 6. Um... Pittsburgh at 9-8. and eight. Now, that can change. If the offensive line gels, mm -hmm. I think Pittsburgh has an opportunity to go forward. I just worry about Ben. You know, I worry about Ben staying healthy for the whole season. He looks good right now, but it's a 17-game season. And if he goes down, there's a big drop-off to Mason Rudolph and or Dwayne Haskins, who's actually looked decent so mm -hmm. far in training camp. May end up winning that number two slot. Um, but it could be a three-team battle. I mean, Pittsburgh has a chance. I believe Pittsburgh is better than they were last year when mm -hmm. they were eleven and five, um, and they certainly got younger. And I think they're gonna do, they're gonna do well. That's how I see it. And I see Cincinnati at five and twelve bringing up the rear. Joe Burrow's coming back from a catastrophic knee injury. Who knows when he'll be able to um, to really have it click? And I was listening to an interview the other day, which was really weird that. The struggles that he was having in training camp has nothing to do with being afraid of somebody hitting his knee. He said he lost his vision. Like before the injury, he could see the field clearly. Mm -hmm. After the injury, for whatever reason, he couldn't see it anymore. He couldn't pick up his reads. He was a mess. He's slowly getting it back. 
But that leads me to believe it's going to take a while. Jamar Chase has struggled so far in training camp. He dropped a bunch of passes um, and had no catches in yesterday's game. So I think it's going to take them a while. I think they're a year away. And with that division, they could easily lose six games to Cleveland, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh. And then if they go, they split the rest of their games against the rest of the league, they're still 5-12. and 12. Right, right. You know, so I see them bringing up the rear there. No, so no, you've I... got Pittsburgh. Who do you have between Cleveland and Baltimore? Who's I... in that second, third slot? I have, I have Baltimore. I have Baltimore. They have a chip on their shoulders. I just don't think... I've, I've seen Cleveland. I've seen Cleveland be the paper champions two years ago, and they totally fumbled that away. Mm-hmm. I've, and, and, and if you ask me, that was, on paper, a better team. Uh, you bring up last year's team... They struggled. Well, say, last year's year team almost beat the, the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. You know, they, the Chiefs came on strong at the end. Yeah. Of, you know, and that's kind of where my thought is that that progression is taking place, where they went from out to AFC Championship, the next step could be the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl, but it could be. Yeah, but you, they, the, before they even get to that that uh, game, they played a terrible Pittsburgh Steelers team who spotted them, what, 30 points? Yeah. With, with, with basically, by basically imploding... I mean, you you flip that script around. They they're not they're they're not gonna make it. They did make good additions to their to their squad. I just don't believe this is a team where I just don't believe the chemistry has ever been there. I like the coaching staff better than years prior, yes, but he's doing a good job. Yes, but I don't. I still don't think it's championship qual, uh, caliber. And I think with the young talent that they have over there, that that is something that they're gonna have to. It might take a year. It might take two. You know, who knows? They but you're dead right there. I think the, the word that you mentioned there that is what I... Because like I said, talent-wise, they're the best talented team in the AFC, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Chemistry is an issue. You have all kinds of people. Will Chubb and Hunt still be comfortable splitting carries? Mm-hmm. Can OBJ come back? You know, and we know what kind of entourage he brings around. Um there's personalities all over the place. So it can implode. Mm-hmm. You know, there's way more stability in Baltimore. You're absolutely right. And I think Lamar Jackson bounces back this year. Me too. I think he bounces back. I think COVID was a problem for him and he got it twice. Um, if he can stay healthy, I think he bounces back. And, and I think Baltimore, um, you know, I, I don't disagree. I think, they make, I think they make the playoffs. So let's move on to the AFC South. Um, you know, before Carson Wentz's injury, I had the Colts... As a clear favorite there. Um, So far, Tennessee has looked really, really good. And word came out just before recording um, that Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson are already going to be back practicing this week. And the intent is that they will be ready for week one. Um, So, that changes things as well. So, how I see it right now is I have Tennessee and Indianapolis... At 11 and 6. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a two-team race. I think Jacksonville will be better. But they're brand new team. All young players. They've got a ways to go. And Houston is an absolute mess. Um, with their quarterback situation. I mean, Tyra Taylor is there. Deshaun Watson is not going to play this year. They've let go everybody that they could. Right. You know, they're leaders in J.J. Watt. They're talented players in DeAndre Hopkins. I think they're a mess. And I think that helps, you know, Tennessee and Indianapolis really have four easy wins, in my opinion. Um, they're, they'll split against each other, and then we'll see how they do with the rest of the league. But Tennessee's offense could be amazing. You mm-hmm. know, Derrick Henry stays healthy. A.J. Brown's a beast. 
Julio Jones, if he can stay healthy, is a beast. Um, their offensive line has always been good. Um, it's just a matter of can they stop people. So how do you see that? You know, Tennessee, Colts, somebody else. What do you think is going to happen in the AFC South? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, it all depends on how how Wentz recovers. I, I like you. Uh, prior to that injury, I, I was I was leaning slightly towards the Colts to take that division. But, uh, you know, with the injury, I'm going to have to lean towards Tennessee. Tennessee has, Tennessee will not surprise anybody. They yeah. are, they are not. They are who they are. They, yeah, they are not flashy. They're going to run. You're going to stop them because you know that they're going to run. And they're going to keep on running. And Henry is just going to get stronger. And there's nothing that anybody can do about it. <laughs> yeah, see, that, and that's the thing. With a 17-game season, you know, all of you guys know I'm a huge Rams fan. And my favorite player of all time is one Eric Dickerson. Now you add a 17th game, Derrick Henry almost broke his record last year in a 16-game season. I think that could go down could. if Derrick Henry stays healthy and they play him all 17 games. Because I think it's going to be easier for him this year with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown there. Julio Jones just going to open up the field and make it... And if you commit to Derrick Henry, then you have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones one-on-one. That's going to be touchdowns left and right. So I think Derrick Henry could be in for a massive season. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, I believe it's, he's, at ver- the very least, still going to be leading the league in rushing. To me, the difference maker on top of that is their defense. I believe they made good off-season moves to, to uh, you know, make that defense a little bit more formidable. You know, and, that's, and, that's and, their weakness. Yeah. Can they stop you? Yeah, um, and that that has always in in a big game, that's where they struggle. Yeah, and they lack splash plays. I don't think that they really have that on either side of the ball. Who knows? That might be a thing that uh, you know they're going to implement both offensively and de- uh, defensively. I mean, that's that's how a lot of people do. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs, all the good teams have personnel there that can make those big plays in the moment. If if the Tennessee Titans get down to a double digit, you know, or be fall behind by double digits, very difficult based upon their type uh, style of play to really get back right. in the game. Right. You know, so. But they, they should be better in the passing game with Julio Jones, again, if he stays healthy. And then with the Colts, I loved what they were doing in the offseason. I had them, you know, in earlier discussions that we had, I had them as like one of my Super Bowl favorites because I love the defense with Buckner up front, mm. various Leonard mm. in the middle, a strong backfield. Their offensive line is dominant. Jonathan Taylor is a, is a star in waiting um, I think he's going to be one of the leading two to three rushers in the NFL this year. And they got some young wide receivers. But even more so than Carson Wentz being nicked up, it's Quinton Nelson's with the same injury that scares me even more. Mm-hmm. You're talking about one of the dominant players in all of the NFL, regardless of positions. Um, and I think he's critical because he means so much to the pass protection and he means so much for the ability to run. So I have to wait and see not only how Wentz's foot bounces back, but even more so how Quentin Nelson's foot bounces back. Because if he's hobbled all year, Wentz is going to get beat up no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's that important to them. So I got them in 11-6, Colts at 11-6, Tennessee 11-6, Jacksonville with five wins, Houston with two wins, battling the Jets for the first pick in the draft next year. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree with you on, on the Houston. I mean, that I don't, I don't even want to analyze them. I mean, because it, it, it can get worse. Yeah, <laughs> it can. It's, and it's, and it's, a, it's a sad situation because they were at a run there where they need the playoffs every year. So let's go to the AFC West where I believe the best team in the AFC resides. I believe for the third year in a row they're probably going to be representing the AFC. 
I have Kansas City winning that division handily at 13 and 4. But in second, I have the Chargers. I believe the Chargers are much improved if they're healthy. Mm. Justin Aber has proved to be one of the best young quarterbacks in football. Right. Talent-wise, they're loaded. They're loaded offensively. If Eckler can stay healthy, they have Keenan Allen. They have every level on the offense. Their offensive line is invested on. They've got Bosa on the defense. They've got Jerwin James in the secondary. They are a talented team. I see them being better at 10-7. and seven. Denver's looked brilliant in the preseason <laughs> so far. It is preseason, it but is. they won 33-6 and then 30-10 to 10 or something against the Seahawks last right, night. Right. I think they're better at 9-8. and eight. Uh, and I have Vegas at 6-11. and 11. I just don't think that they have enough. Uh, they just are not impressive right now. Wow, okay. Uh, I I mean, on the top end, I'd be, I, I obviously, I'm going to agree with you on Kansas City. I believe they are not only just uh, the team to beat in that division, but the entire AFC. Uh, nothing has sh- that they've done this offseason has uh, shown me that, uh, you know, they're going to be knocked off. I believe they come back stronger uh, this year based upon what happened in the Super Bowl you know I mean they, sometimes sometimes it takes adversity just to give you that extra push I believe that adversity is going to manifest itself this season and I feel bad for everyone who has to play them in that in that particular yeah. game well, you know what I love about them is, is that they won the year before they got their butts handed to them in the Super Bowl but they were clear on why it happened they saw Patrick Mahomes get just tattooed all game long and how it just zeroed them out so what do they do change the whole offensive line and not just with you know bad players an all pro in Joel Tooney at guard an all pro in Orlando Brown at tackle Um, they bring Long back out of retirement Austin Blythe comes from the Rams at center then they draft Creed Humphrey who looks like he's going to beat up life for the uh, right. center position. Right. So I think they're they're loaded. So yeah. I, I see Kansas City rolling. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. And they did all of this early. So they they knew what they needed to do. They knew what they needed to do in order to make that, uh, you know, that second Super Bowl uh, run again. They're, they made it happen quickly. Yeah, and those, those, that's a sign of a well-run organization. I mean, they're well-run. Your Steelers are always well-run. Um, they have a plan, they execute the plan, and they're going to be strong. So for me in the AFC, here are my playoff teams. My number one seed would be Kansas City, two, Cleveland, three, Buffalo, four, Tennessee. Uh, Those would be my division champs. Then Baltimore, Indianapolis, and New England would be my wild cards. I know you have Miami ahead of that. Um, what, What does yours look like? Do you have Cleveland making the playoffs? I don't have them making the playoffs. Okay, so Cleveland's out, Miami's in. I'm I'm gonna surprise you. I was gonna mention one more thing in regards to the AFC West. I I believe in the Vegas Raiders. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm 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 liking I'm liking what what they're doing. You know, I really think Gruden has, especially uh, from last year. I really thought they were gonna do very poorly last year. I mean, they they didn't do great. They didn't do bad. And I think they take another step up. I think they shocked the world this year. Wow! That that is gonna be. Uh, the Vegas Raiders are going to be my sleeper team for for this particular season. I believe that they have the personnel. I, I, I love Waller. You know, I, I think Carr can do stuff. I think their defense, uh, there are some unsung heroes there that uh, showed flashes that they can actually particularly improve on. The, the running backs, the wide receivers, they are, they're really kind of like no-namers out there. They've got talent. I've watched that team. 
And I and some some weeks that uh, uh, I watch them, I say, why aren't they better? Why doesn't their record really reflect this style of play? And I believe that they were just basically unorganized last year. So you think they finished second in the division? I think they finished second at, and, and make the playoffs. And I think they, I, I believe they make the playoffs. Wow. I, I, I don't, I don't believe in Denver. I really don't. Yeah, I don't have Denver in the playoffs. I think they're improved, but um, yeah, San Diego. That's interesting. Sandy, yeah. I mean, they'll probably make it as a wild card. I'm not saying that they make, you know, maybe make... Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, but that's folks. Awesome. Call, call me crazy. The Vegas Raiders will make the playoffs this year. Well, you know what? That's what makes sports talk. You know, so interesting and so exciting. I mean, I, I completely disagree with the Raiders, but. You never know. You never I know. I mean, you absolutely never know. I have uh, Kansas City representing the AFC. I, I believe they'll roll through the playoffs. I think Cleveland will beat New England. Buffalo will beat Indy. Baltimore over Tennessee. Kansas City, Cleveland in the uh, championship game again, and Kansas City goes on. Who do you have the AFC represented? Who do you think I have the AFC? Pittsburgh Steelers? I have this. I'm telling you, folks. I'm telling you, folks, right now. This is the when, when Pittsburgh has always had good off seasons. I mean, they, they, that's why they're always the consistent juggernaut. This is the best okay, so offensive when you have season. Pittsburgh Steelers, how many wins do you think they're going to have? Because if Kansas City is going to be dominant, they're either going to have to win in Kansas City in the playoffs, or they're going to have to have a dominant, uh, you know, regular season to get home field. What do you think Pittsburgh's record is going to be in the regular season? I mean, just to throw out a number, I, I, I can see them 13, going 13-4, 14-3. Four. I, really, wow. I really think that they can do that. Hey, folks, I mean, this is a team, if it's, if it's close, they're going to win. I think they, that 11-game streak, even though they weren't possibly the best team during, during that 11-game winning streak run, they know how to win. These players know how to win. They've, they've felt success. They've also felt the doom, okay? But that's, that's because... Everything imploded on top of them, you know, right. everything imploded on top of them, you know, this, it's not going to happen this season. They look at their linebacking crew. I, I, you, you saw what Tampa Bay's linebacking crew did to the Chiefs last year. Pittsburgh Steelers, their linebacking crew is, I'm telling you right now, Highsmith is going to, is, is right now, he, he beats out Ingram. A Pro Bowl player who's doing well. Ingram is going to be coming off the bench on the edge. Very good rotation with TJ, TJ Watt. That is the best rotating edge in the NFL. You got Schobert and Devin Bush as middle linebackers. Schobert is probably one of the best uh, pass coverage linebackers in, in the NFL. And we all, all know what Bush did prior to his uh, ACL injury. He'll only improve. The secondary is where it's suspect. And then you got Minka Fitzpatrick and, and, and Hayden on the backside. They're going to be tough. So that defense, no problem. Najee Harris, and I, like I said again, the offensive line is going to push them over the top. On top. They may, uh, they may, I, I, I see a very good second half of the season for them. Maybe, you know, and, and they're going to they're gonna roll. 
Wow. They're gonna, they're gonna, they'll, they'll, they'll probably. And that is completely objective <laughs> analysis from Ernie. But you know what? I love it. I mean, I, I love it. So let's bounce over to the NFC. We'll start with the most boring division in all of football, or one of them, in the NFC East. Um, you know, Dak is back, or is he? You know, he's been banged up all, all preseason with right, a shoulder, right. and, you know, but there's a high expectations there. Washington, Giants, Philadelphia, nothing exciting there. Nothing. I believe Washington wins the division. They won it last year. I think they are a little improved this year. I think Ron Rivera is a great coach. Yeah, he is. And I think if Ryan Fitzpatrick can stay healthy, he's a slight upgrade over what they had last year. I see them winning the division at 10-7, and seven, Dallas at 9-8. and eight. Giants at 7 and 10, Philly at 6 and 11, something along those lines. It wouldn't surprise me if any of them drop or if any of them go up. Yeah, and that's going to be based upon availability, injuries, and whatnot. Right. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you on top of that. I mean, those three teams really, in, in my opinion, can flip-flop from 1 to 3. And like you said, Philadelphia bringing up the rear. I don't think... I, uh, I mean, I like Jalen Hurts and everything, all, everything that he's done with Alabama and and uh, Oklahoma, you know, but, uh, yeah, he's not, he's not an elite Yeah, but that's one division where there is definitely no dominant team. There is no not. obvious doormat. Then, there's then, no Jets. There's no Texans. You know, so I could see any of them getting hot. Exactly. Good things happening or key injuries, dropping the other teams exactly. down. If anything were to happen to Fitzpatrick or Dak, for example, that would be a disaster. And I'm hoping that Saquon can stay healthy finally. Uh, you know, for the Giants. But, okay, let's move on to the <laughs> NFC North, where our Green Bay Packers and one Aaron Rodgers is there, will be there for this season at least. I still have them as the favorite there. Me too. Do you? Me too. Okay, and then after that, I think that's where it gets interesting. Is it the Bears? Is it the, is it the Vikings? Uh, I have it the Bears and the Vikings at like 9 and 8, 8 and 9. So either way, again, it depends. In a COVID situation, you just kind of never know. I could see it going either way. Justin Fields looks good. I believe Justin Fields will be the quarterback by the end of the year. I don't think he starts that way. Mm -hmm. I think he'll be there by the end of the year. I don't see them either of them making a real big difference in the playoffs. I think it's the Patrick's, uh, Packers division, and I think the Detroit Lions join the Jets and the Texans with two wins as they battle for the number one pick next year. That's kind of how I see that. Uh, I'm going to be in line with you on top of, the, on, on, on top of that. I think uh, unless something really, really happens in Green Bay, I mean, everyone can just say that, you know what, Aaron Rodgers is just going to destroy the, the team chemistry on top of the chemistry, uh, uh, What he says in the media, what he says against his front office, uh, is something to be concerned about but when you're in that locker room when you're on that field i think he's proven throughout the years that he commands and he he he's not the type to throw games yeah he's no. always going to be out there when he steps out on the field he's going to want to win well and the thing is if he wants to move on next year yes he really has exactly to perform well. exactly i mean and he has a extremely talented team here so if he truly cares about winning this is could be his best chance because next year he can't pick where it is he wants to go. Right. He's either going to come back or they're going to send wherever the best bet comes from, the best offer comes from, and it could be to the Texans or or to somebody that's horrible. You just never know. So I think he'll be motivated because he wants to have the highest leverage next year 
to go to somebody else and mm -hmm. get an extension. So I think that's a that's one of the easiest division choices to me in all of football. Other than Kansas City, I think Green Bay winning that division and the NFC South, Tampa Bay, who I believe is going to go 14-3 and three, winning the South are the two easy choices. So how do you see the NFC South? I think Tampa Bay is a clear favorite. Right? I, um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. Even though that they're aged, I mean, every they signed basically everybody that, that meant something. Well, all back. 22 starters are back. Yeah, you know, in back. some cases that may not be, you know, the best thing, but their depth is just unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable depth at every single position. Um, they have three tight ends that are good. They have four running backs now as they added Giovanni Bernard and stuff that can provide some depth. Um, their defense is loaded. And if Tom Brady stays healthy, they have a very good chance at, at repeating. Now, the interesting part is what happens next. You know, New Orleans are going to take a step back. They Drew will. Brees is gone. Right. They don't even know who the quarterback is going yeah. to be. They have to let go people from cap problems. Carolina, kind of middle of the road. Sam Darnold, does he develop now that he's in a different situation? Mm -hmm. Or Atlanta. Um, I personally have New Orleans and Carolina, similar to the Bears and Vikings, 9-8, and 8-9. It could go either way. I trust Sean Payton. A little bit more. So if you force me to pick, I would say New Orleans second. But mm -hmm. it wouldn't surprise me for Carolina to to end up second in that division. And I hope Sam Darnold does well. You know, I, I think I've heard good things about what he's doing in Carolina. And for his sake, uh, I hope he comes out and has a good season. Yeah, I mean, I'm leaning towards Carolina on top of that. I, I, I really think that New Orleans takes uh, maybe a bigger drop than most people think, uh, especially with the... Uh, you know, the uncertainty of who's actually going to be leading that uh, team from the quarterback position. I think that's, you know, we're, we're already at this stage in the game. And for for it to be still up in the air at this point in time, I mean, we're looking at one more preseason game than we're starting uh, the season. I mean, that doesn't hold any type of at least early continuity to me. I think Carolina, I mean, I, I mean... They, they, they can just run. They've got decent defense and all top of that. Yeah, if Christian McCaffrey, he has to be healthy. Though. Yeah. Again, he has to be healthy. If Christian McCaffrey is healthy, they've got a chance to do well. Yeah. If he misses most of the season like last year, I, I, then they're in trouble. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they play him a little bit more judiciously this, in, in, than in years past when he actually broke records and everything like that. I mean, the guy is, from a, from a running back standpoint... Relatively, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call him big. Let's just say that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but that's part of his arsenal. Yeah. His, his shiftiness yeah. and elusiveness uh, comes with that uh, slighter frame. He is a he is a tough cookie, though. You know, he wouldn't have uh, you know amassed those type of offensive numbers w w without having. I mean, everybody's seen the helicopter hit that he he took and whatnot. Uh, I just don't like New Orleans. So, situ I mean, that's to me, that's the most important position on their team. W yeah. w w without them solidifying that. I think they're going to go to Jameis because Taysom Hill has that flexibility to do some things. Uh, if you put Taysom Hill there at the quarterback spot, then you have to commit to him. You're not going to bring in Jameis to really do anything else. Right. If you go to Jameis, you can still use Taysom Hill um, the way you've used him the last couple of years. So. So yeah, the, I mean, the New Orleans, but, I think, take a step back. And it's not just from that, but you go from a leader like Drew Brees, that's a big vacuum to go from Brees to Winston. 
big from breeze to hill big um that's a big difference and that cannot be you know overvalued there because it, it matters it, 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 yeah it cannot and then winston that's the big part winston i mean if winston is battling patient at this time uh, that shows me that winston has not corrected his Issues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and 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 if he's going to be leading the NFL in turnovers again, I mean that's just a recipe for disaster. disaster. Yeah. Okay, so now let's move on the last division and probably the greatest division <laughs> in the history of the NFL. I mean, Ernie, there are three dominant teams here. I mean, the Rams can be dominant. The 49ers win the Super Bowl. The Rams win the Super Bowl three years ago. The 49ers win the Super Bowl two years ago, right. and Seattle is, is constantly winning this division. And I was at their training camp uh, a while back, and right. they look good. I mean, they look big. They look agile. Russell Wilson is motivated. Uh, DK Metcalf in person, oh, my gosh, the guy's a beast. His Don't. legs are like six feet tall, and he's chiseled. Uh, and just watching him run is incredible. So now they have, if they stay healthy, they've upgraded their offensive line. Now, completely objectively, <laughs> the Rams have to win the division. Now, I, I mean, I have the Rams narrowly winning the division at 11 and 6, at the 49ers and the Seahawks at 10 and 7. And the reason for that is they're going to beat up on each other. That's, I was going to exactly gonna say be, that. There's nobody that's going to run the table there. They're just too good. And Arizona is good as well. They are. You know, Arizona I have at 8 and 9, and you put them in the south. They'd finish second. You put them in the north, they finish second, and they'd win the NFC East, in my opinion. They're just having to play six games against the Seahawks, Niners, and Rams, and that's going to make it a big challenge. Um, how do you see the West shaking up? <laughs> well, I was gonna, you, you stole my thunder there. I was going to say, what about the Cardinals? What about the Cardinals? The Cardinals have, done a, have, have had a, a good offseason, in my opinion. You know, they've... They brought in they brought in personnel to actually complement, uh, you know, Kyler Murray and 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 that offense. I, I here's a surprise. I'm gonna uh, uh, maybe a surprise to you. I'm, Cardinals will supplant one of those three. Wow. That's that that's what I think. They're gonna supplant one of those three. If they do that, I mean, I think that would be shocking because. Um, that's three formidable teams. I'm yeah. talking about three of the, the top ten the, teams in the NFL, in my opinion. Maybe, maybe so, but I'm, I'm going based upon the law of average in regards. I mean, you got the Rams, who on paper look very, very good. Now, now really, how does the quarterback situation yeah. mesh in that, in that situation? Uh, See, I think Stafford's going to be fine. I think their offensive line is going to be the key. And then losing Cam Akers to his Achilles injury, that's tough. I mean, because the guy was, to, in my opinion, was on his way to becoming a star. You know, the last four games and into the playoffs, he carried the Rams. Uh, so that's, that's a major injury, which is why I have it this close. I mm. think with Cam Akers, I think the Rams are a 13-4, and 12-5 team without him they drop back a little bit. Yeah, I, mean, I, I could easily see the 49ers winning this division if they stay healthy because they're loaded. They've got young wide receivers and Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. They're, they're always a zone running team with Raheem Mostar. They drafted Trey Sermon who looks good. Now they have two quarterbacks. If Garoppolo stays healthy, he wins 75% of the time. And if he doesn't, Trey Lance looks good so far in preseason. So they're solid there. Their offensive line is good. Their defense is brilliant. 
They're awesome on the defensive line. They're awesome at linebacker. They've added to their secondary. I could see them winning the division. And like I said, I saw Seattle in person. They look good. They go four deep at running back, five deep at wide receiver, three deep at tight end. Their offensive line is improved. Defensively, can they stop people? Bob Me Wagner's a little older. They just re-signed yeah. Jamal Adams in the right. secondary to be the leader there. Carlos Dunlap, again, that guy in person, 6'6". He looks like a beast. Um, I think they're solid. And you're right. Arizona, I think everything has to go right for them. J.J. Watt has to be J.J. Watt. He has to stay healthy. Um, Larry Fitzgerald looks like he's not going to return. That's a huge leadership void that you're going to miss with Larry Fitzgerald being gone. J.J. Watt can fill that. And if Kyler Murray continues to blossom, um, I think that's strong. And their running back situation, now they have Chase Edmonds as the lead back, your former Steeler James Conner as the backup right. there in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, they're a good team. They're, they are a good team. I just don't see them supplanting one of the other three unless injuries take them. Yeah, I just don't... I, I, I mean, again, if, if, if you're going to tell me that... Uh, uh, the 49ers strength on top of that is going to be a quarterback. I'm I'm going to I'm going to like heave. <laughs> Garoppolo is good. He isn't top 10 good. No, he's not top 10 good, but he wins. And, and and that's the thing when he's healthy he wins. Now, in years past it was like can he stay healthy because he's never been able to. But this year they have Trey Lance. They so do. they may be better off if you were to get hurt um, the way Trey Lance has looked so far. Here's, here's what I think. I think they actually experiment with Trey Lance because he is their future. I believe there's moves that uh, they're going to want to do with Garoppolo to maybe... Uh, Showcase make, him. Yeah, to maybe make their... Uh, exactly. Put him out there to make their long-term future a little bit brighter yeah. out from, from the trade market. So I believe if Trey Lance does shine at the moment that Garoppolo does... Uh, you know, show some struggles on top of there that that might be a change somewhere towards the midseason. I I agree with you in regards to their defense. Their defense is is formidable on top of that. But can Bosa come back healthy? He missed last year with it, ACL. But if it, he is healthy, man, he's a difference maker. Yeah, he's I, a Miles Garrett, Khalil Mack, not quite Aaron Donald type of dominant player. Yeah, he 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 is. He is, but to me, the big question mark in this whole uh, division scenario is how does Stafford mesh with that Rams team? Stafford will dictate, in my opinion, if everybody stays healthy, that is going to be where the Rams go. They will ride Stafford. It's not, it's not going to be Aaron Donald. We know what Aaron Donald and that defense yeah, can that do. defense is going to be good. Yeah, we know what that can do. It's going to be, it's going to come down to Stafford. Well, and, and it's going to be his health. Um, Stafford has looked good in camp so far. And they, all the wide receivers are raving about him. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are raving about him. And they love the challenges of every day of trying to make him better. I, there's definitely an upgrade there. So the Rams have been good for the last three years. They went to the Super Bowl with a good Jared Goff. And in the last two years... It wasn't a good Jared Goff. And they still almost made it to the NFC Championship game without a bunch of players being injured. If Matthew Stafford can just be... He doesn't have to be Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. He just has to be a good Matthew Stafford. That is a big upgrade of what the Rams had the last couple of years. I agree. Because Jared Goff could not handle the pressure. And with pressure, he threw the ball all over the place. And they became way too predictable. Um, I'm hoping... With the talent that they brought in, they can prosper. So I have Tampa Bay as my number one seed, Green Bay 2, Rams 3, Washington 4, San Francisco, New Orleans as my 
playoff teams. I could easily see other people there in New Orleans slot. I have uh, Tampa Bay over the Rams in the NFC Championship. I just think Tampa Bay is too good. For me, it's Tampa Bay, Kansas City, a rematch in the Super Bowl. Wow. Wow. Okay, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to surprise you on top of this. I, I believe Tampa Bay is actually not even going to be in the championship game. My championship game is going to be your Rams. Your Rams against the Green Bay Packers. Well, I mean, I hope so. I mean, because I have the Rams beating Green Bay in one of my wild card uh, or divisional round games. Yeah. I think the Rams can handle that. I just don't think the Rams can handle Tampa. So I, 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 be, I, here, here's I my... think you're predicating that on just the belief that Tampa Bay is old and they're going to get injured. Yes. And they're not going to be healthy. Yeah, the yeah that, that's my thing. Yeah. Guys, father time is undefeated. Yeah, I mean, we see that <laughs> the, with the Lakers and the, and the Nets in, in basketball. So that's true. I am going with the fact that they have enough depth that even if they lose a player or two, they're going to be okay. But if there's mass casualties because they're old and banged up, uh, then yeah, it's anybody's, it's anybody's division. So, Pittsburgh versus who? The Rams. Wow. Gang, if that's the case, we're going to have to do a live show during the Super Bowl. <laughs> It'll be definitely R-rated. You would have to hide the children. Um, but Ernie's got his Steelers and my Rams in the Super Bowl. That would be amazing in my home field, SoFi <laughs> Stadium in Los Angeles. So I've been joking that the Rams are going to make the, the Super Bowl, and I hope that they do. I hope Ernie's right in this situation. I just believe in the talent of Tampa Bay. They're overwhelming. Um, they overwhelmed Kansas City last year, and I believe they're going to be better this year, top to bottom, if they stay healthy. Well, here's what I, here, here's, here's what I saw. I, I, I saw uh, an okay uh, Detroit team with Stafford. They are struggling without Stafford, oh, yeah. which, which tells me, first of all, Stafford is as advertised. You put that man on a good team, mm -hmm. oh my goodness. Yeah. I expect a huge season from Cooper Cup. They seem to be hitting it off so far. Again, can Cup stay healthy though? I mean, Cup has been banged up for the last two years. Um, yeah, Stafford has never played with this kind of talent. No. And he certainly hasn't played with an offensive mind like McVay. Yeah. So I think McVay is super excited. He has his playbook back. He's got speed to play with. And he's pissed at losing to Kyle Shanahan already. He's got an ego. These are young stud coaches. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan has McVay and the Rams number. Four straight wins against my Rams. Um but I hope you're right, Ernie. I uh, hope you're right. I, I, I think I am. I mean, I'm, I, I think that the way that Tampa Bay won last year's Super Bowl it was predicated upon experience. I think they had a number of players, particularly Brady, who's been there, done that, uh, really make a difference in that locker room. You watch some of the games prior to that, towards the ending of the season. They look very human. Okay? They look very yeah. human. I believe that that comes down. Uh, it's it it the law of average is going to come down. Father time will play, and like you said, they have depth. But you take away a lot of that, uh, a lot of that experience. They are beatable. They yeah. are they are very beatable. On the on on the flip side, I don't think Aaron Rodgers, or why uh, why he he doesn't get the the Green Bay Packers over the hump is because of all this off-season turmoil. I believe uh, the amount of pressure that leads up to Super Bowls and whatnot, that will, 
That will, the media will basically kill them, in my opinion. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, if I, and I like the Packers as well, but if the Rams get the Packers in the NFC Championship game, I'd be thrilled. Yeah. Um, and I think the Rams could beat them. So, gang, we're not going to have a, a traditional closing thought because it's our NFL preview show, but I do want to put Ernie on the spot for his final thoughts in regards to the five rookie quarterbacks. From what we've seen so far in the preseason, any of them you think has a standout year? Any of them that you've been more impressed with than the others? Or do you sense that any of these five could be duds? I No, I don't think that if anybody is going to be a dud, I, I, and, and I know you really like him, I, uh, Justin Fields, I think, has the potential to become a dud. He has all the tools and everything like that. I mean... He could be the next Dwayne Haskins, his you know his former alumni. Uh, Ohio State has yet to have you know that with all their greatness and success, all those quarterbacks. Tom Zach is the best quarterback to come out of Ohio State until until supposedly Justin Fields breaks yeah. out. So I, I like I like Lance. Uh, who's to say in Carolina, you know how how he does? I I. In my opinion, the person who makes the best gets the best numbers is on the worst team. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson yeah, on, I mean, on the Jets. Put, he could put up because he's guaranteed to start from day one, and so is Trevor Lawrence. Right. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to put up better numbers than than Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson's playing in a messy situation. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if Zach Wilson, you know, shows out well. I think Trevor Lawrence will have the best. Um, stats, but I do believe after seeing the preseason, I think there are questions about Mac Jones. He's shown well. I think he looks like Belichick kind of guy. Mm -hmm. He's commanding the huddle. He's directing people around. I don't think he's going to be the quarterback yet, uh, but he'll be there eventually. I think it's five for five in this class. I, I'm not saying they're going to be five superstars, mm -hmm. but I think all five of these players are going to be solid NFL quarterbacks for the next decade. Could be. Could be. I mean, again, for me, the wild card is going to be Justin Fields. I hope I'm wrong. I mean, he seems like a, a, a yeah. good kid. I still, I, I double down. I still think he's going to be the best of the bunch I, over uh, Trevor Lawrence. Long, in long term, I'm, I'm looking at Trey Lance. Trey yeah, Lance. Trey Lance could be. And the thing is, Trey Lance is in the best situation. That's, and that's the reason and, why. And that's the thing. Because he the has why. a dominant coach, a dominant offensive line, great young receivers, and a great running scheme. So he's in a great situation. That's my concern with Justin Fields, is that their offensive line is not that good. They have Allen Robinson, who's good. They have Montgomery, who's decent at, at running back. But they don't have nearly the weapons that Trey Lance is walking into. So I think Trey Lance has a big advantage. So Trey Lance could have the most success with that roster and in that team. Exactly. And that's it, it all comes down to fit. You know, Justin Fields, you know, if he was picked by a better team, I'd give him more, more credit. I got a feeling that he's had so much success with Ohio State. I don't see him, you know, based upon, you know, his, his uh, wanting to win and proving his doubters wrong. Him dropping down to a ladder pick when he thought he was the best quarterback in the class. Yeah. I think he's going to have added pressure. He's going he's, he's gonna to get one of those days where he's going to want to do way too, too much. Yeah, and it, and, it, and it's, it, it's going to burn him. But I think Trevor Lawrence, at the end of the day, 15 years from now, he'll be the best quarterback. Wow. Because going back to what Mel Kuyper said, there was 
Andrew Luck, there's Peyton Manning, and there's Trevor Lawrence, the three highest graded quarterbacks that he's seen in 30 years. You lost so, me. You lost me at Mel Kuyper. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you're not a big fan of Mel Kuyper, but still, he was not wrong on Andrew Luck, and he was definitely not wrong um, on Peyton Manning. Actually, it was four. The other one was John Elway. So three Hall of Famers. Right. Um, so if Trevor Lawrence can be 75% of that, I agree. he's going to be done. He'll, he but he is in a rebuilding situation with a new coach, so it's going to take him some time. So I just wanted to ask you that because I, I, they've shown well. Um, I thought there was excitement surrounding these five, and I think they've done nothing but create even more excitement for their five individual cities. I think everybody in San Francisco is excited for Trey Lance eventually. Yeah. Chicago is enamored with Justin Fields. Um, Trevor Lawrence is already a superstar in the Jacksonville area. Uh, Mac Jones may have to wait his time, but I think he's proving to have the brains to run Belichick's system. Um, Zach Wilson, he's showing out. I mean, he's showing to be that kind of exciting talent. Can the Jets surround him with enough talent? Or will they do to him what they did to Sam Darnold? Yeah, the good, the good part about it is there's always, there's always hope. You yeah. know, uh, to me, the class to beat is always going to be the class with... Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, and why can't why does his name escape? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Well, of course, that's biased. I still go back back to the class with John Elway, Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, that 1983 class with Eric Dickerson in there as well, and Kurt Warner, the running back, was the best class of all time. But that class of Eli Roethlisberger and Rivers probably going to produce three Hall of Famers. I, I think all three will end up in Cooperstown. Yep. Three Hall of Famers, four Super Bowls. All right, gang. This is going to be the first time that you hear this. I think Ernie's pick for the Super Bowl was much better than mine. (laughs) I hope he's absolutely correct. Ernie has Pittsburgh and the Rams at SoFi Stadium. And he will be excited for me as I celebrate the Rams championship. <laughs> On the flip side, I have Tampa Bay and Kansas City in a rematch. I'm not sure if the public wants to see a rematch. No. I believe they're the two best teams in football. I think Kansas City is clearly the, the team to beat in the AFC. I think if Tampa Bay stays healthy, they are the most talented team in the NFL. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're right. And I hope it's Pittsburgh and the Rams. So, gang, we hope you enjoyed our NFL preview show. Everyone has their opinions. Share it with us. The season starts in just a couple of days. Tell us what you think. Go to our social media pages, Sports Rivals Podcast at IG and Facebook, Sports Rivals Pod on Twitter. Tell us who you believe will be your playoff teams and your Super Bowl picks and your eventual Super Bowl champion. Ernie, I know you're taking Pittsburgh over the Rams. I am taking Kansas City (laughs) over Tampa Bay to get revenge. And until next week, The sports rivals are out. Thank you for joining us on the Sports Rivals Podcast. Check us out on social media at Sports Rivals Podcasts on Instagram and at Sports Rivals Pod on Twitter, where you can share topics you'd like to hear. Mm